Welcome to episode 75 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 28th of August, 2018. I'm Darren and joining me as always is Terry. Bonjour. No, Darren. Good evening, How Terry. are we doing? Yeah, very good. Hi there. Very good. Hi. Hi. Um, How's it going? Yeah, very good. <laughs> so, Terry. Hi. You left the house and it wasn't for work purposes. I left the house. It wasn't for work. Well, some of it was. Tell Tell the listeners about that experience. Well, let me tell you about this. So, um, I went to go see MotoGP this uh, over this uh, past weekend. Down in that there Silverstone. Uh, down in that there Silverstone. Now, anyone that uh, watches MotoGP and listens to this podcast will probably be pissing themselves laughing right now. Um, it was an adventure. Uh, I'll put it that way. Um, but I've I've titled it here in the notes: the MotoGP misadventure. So this all starts off when the motorhome decides to break. Fantastic. Um, and instead of taking it to go get fixed, wait until the last minute to try and do a, a home remedy brew. Perfect. Uh, okay. Which didn't work. Um, test it out on the Monday. Seemed to work fine. Come back to the Tuesday. Oh wait, the uh, the engine's overheating. Uh, so it looks like we're not we're, we're not going in a motorhome. We're going in tents. Oh, perfect. So yeah, got down there, put the tent up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, went down there for... Uh, they have a, a thing called Day of Champions, which you've got to spend a bit extra on. And yeah. They have like raffles, auctions, all good jazz that supports charities and, and blah, blah, blah. And you, you get to see some of the riders on like a main stage that's in on the track. Okay, great. It was nice weather. Uh, Friday hits. It's pissing it down. Um, or, you know, there's a light drizzle going on, you know, you're noticing that you're feeling a bit damp. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, get to watch a bit of the practices, you know, watch the rides go around, that sort of stuff. Um, Saturday, uh, he's qualifying and, uh, we watched that, we watched the main guys go, uh, and see they're qualifying and X, Y, Z, all good. Sunday rolls around, it, it rolled around all right. Uh, it was hammering it down, Darren. Mm, it was. It was horrible. And uh, they cancelled the race. <laughs> uh, which is why I said that it would have uh, it would have amused those that uh, that that might watch MotoGP that is listening to this podcast. So we travelled all the way down to Silverstone, uh, camped for four days uh, for a cancelled race. Now uh, there was me, my mum, mum's partner. Uh, Good old Uncle Bob mm. uh, and a couple of family friends that went down there. And uh, me and my mum were the only... Uh, oh, sorry. Me, uh, me, my mum and Uncle Bob were the only three that kind of stuck it out. Everyone else said, fuck this, we're off back. Because what they did is that the race was supposed to start at half 11. Yeah. They, they changed the original timing uh, because they knew that it was supposed to be bad weather. It was supposed to be not as bad in the morning, so they were going to get out of the way. The riders came out, did a sighting lap just to see what it was like. They basically turned around and said, no, it's not safe. Bearing in mind the day before, during uh, qualifying, three people came off. Right. Uh, one guy got hit by another bike and ended up breaking his leg in three places and dislocating a knee. So they was being very cautious about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understandably. Um, but yeah, so... Um, yeah, we stuck it out, but what they were doing is, right, okay, we've, we've postponed it a little bit, and we were near a screen that says, right, they're going to come back at 10 o'clock, oh, sorry, they're going to come back at, like, 12 o'clock, 
we'll find out then. Then it bumped to one o'clock. Then it was two o'clock. Right. Then okay. it was three o'clock. You know what I mean? And instead of actually like definitively saying, right, we're cancelling it, or because uh, they went for a meeting at one point and uh, with like the teammates and basically the higher ups that run the event from both Silverstone and MotoGP. And they were saying like, right, okay, if it's good at four, we'll start at half four, race will commence and then finish at 7.30. Yeah. Uh, and then it just got, we by this point, we were back up at the, um, as family friends had got a motorhome. So we were kind of sat around in there and then just like checking like Twitter constantly. And that was the only way we found out that it had been cancelled completely. Right. Uh, just complete miscommunication. Uh, suffice to say, there was a lot of pissed off people. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Because uh, the people in the stands paid an extra eighty quid a ticket to go sit up there for nothing. Um, and then there's the big question of: Do people get refunds? Do you know what's going on? Yeah, do we yeah, get sure. at least a thing? So Silverstone have come out and said, "Look, we're really sorry that you know this has happened." Um, it was basically down to the um, track not being able to to suppress the obviously it was hammering it down that much but it couldn't drain the water off yeah sure. it had been like an asphalt sort of thing so it couldn't drain the water off properly so that was what was causing the issue um but yeah there's a lot of pissed off people and then we've got mum saying oh you know like my mum and that saying like oh i feel bad for those people that you know that came down specially for the day and i'm thinking we've been down here four days we, we we camped out for this. <laughs> like, this has been a long thing, but uh, but yeah, everyone was annoyed, disappointed, X Y Z, and it, it just like I don't know if I'm coming back for this next year because as much fun as I've had like outside of it, um, you know, and kind of the build up to it. Yeah. If the if if the result of that is just going to be a major wet fart, then I I don't really want to do that again. Yeah, but you you've got to think. I mean, you, you go there for the for the entire weekend. That race is, as you've just pointed out, like what three four hours of it. You've still got the entire weekend, the atmosphere, and that picture you showed me. There was like uh, like fun fairs and all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, there, there was. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I I did enjoy myself. It was just supremely disappointing when you you're amped up and you're ready to go, and it's just like, oh no, you cancelled. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but I I completely understand why they did it. If it's a safety concern, and obviously with the accident that happened, uh, like a couple of days prior, um, you know, it was a pretty severe accident. But, um, you know, I I completely understand the reasoning to call it off because it was really really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just one of those where it just it did feel disappointing, and it, you know, hopefully they'll do something about it, whether that means like discounted tickets for next year or mm. something along those lines. But who knows? But uh, but yeah, so I got out of the house for a few days. I was I was doing my camping thing, um, with you know typical tent adventures. <laughs> you, you come back when it's piss wet through, and you realise that your compartment where you're sleeping is touching the side of the tent. Oh yeah, that old chestnut. Yep. And then your mattress and your quilt is also touching that. Yep. And your pillow. Yep. And, and everything Been there, done is that. just soaked. Um, so it was like, right, okay, let's put everything in the car. Let's turn the heat run full blast and let's try and dry the shit out. Um, so, yeah, it, it was just... Oh, the, that Sunday was just kind of a weird comedy of errors. However... Mm. Um, I am going to mention, well, I might as well mention it here in the What We've Watched thing. So they filmed this thing called MotoGP Checkered Flag. Okay. 
which is kind of like a magazine-style program that goes on for about an hour. And where I'd taken the picture, which was Silverstone Woodlands is what they call it, because mm. they have, like, every night they have, like, comedians and all that sort of stuff, uh, or music acts. Well, they were actually filming MotoGP checkered flag at Woodlands. Okay. Uh, so I'm on TV um, uh, f- quite a few times because I was in this big crowd, like, where they were filming, like, the majority of... of the uh, the episode oh, cool. uh, I think Uncle Bob was featured uh, not featured but he was like in one of the up close segments yeah, uh, sure. somewhere along the lines uh, but yeah so that was pretty cool to kind of watch that from behind the scenes and, and see that live but uh, one of the comedians got uh, booed off stage apparently he walked off um, we walked off at one point because uh, the f- there were three comedians on Yeah, the first one was amazing the second one was the shit one and apparently, like, people were ravaging him, like, in the crowd. They weren't taking any of his shit. It, it was really bad comedy. So we walked off, came back, um, and then got told that the guy had just basically walked off stage. He just abandoned his set and just walked off because <laughs> people were booing him that badly. Um, but like I say, it was great atmosphere. I, I do enjoy the atmosphere of it all and going down there and kind of being around, like, it's kind of like um, what Eurogamer used to be a few years yeah, ago. Absolutely. You, yeah, you, you know, you're you're around like like-minded people, that sort of thing, enjoying yourself, and uh, it's a good time all around. But uh, but yeah, it was just a bit of a damp squib, realizing that you know the race wasn't going to happen. But, sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, sorry, I've gone on quite a bit there. I'll probably edit some of that out. But uh, but yeah, that was my MotoGP misadventure. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I actually left the house for once, which is why I'm getting it all out now because for the rest of the year I won't be doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> very but, good uh, but yeah what about yourself Darren tell me tell me what you've been up to no doubt some form of physical activity some some form of like I, some healthy thing I did I did indeed uh, so I went down to um, Babington and down near Bristol and oh, okay. did the southwest of Mudder uh, so the, the full one this time as opposed to the half um, it was all right I did it with yeah. uh, I won't say randoms, um, but there was uh, there was Ben, uh, Ben who mm. we've spoken about before, the guy who did the uh, the hundred k. Sure, yeah. Um, so did it with Ben, did it with uh, Andy and his wife, um, and his Jason's boss, um, mm-hmm. uh, and his wife, and all their workmates and stuff. Um, so it was good. There was, there was a lot of people who were all doing it for the first time. Um, a lot of people that uh, seemed quite out of their comfort zone, but end up really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, I had, had a really good time. Um, unfortunately, it was on a Sunday. So the, the drive back from Bristol on a Sunday was kind of hellish. And I had to book the Monday off because I just thought, there's no way I'm going straight to work afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I I managed to get across. So th- this whole... Um, this whole adventuring thing started after the Tough Mudder back in March, May, May, I'm going to say, uh, okay. when I filmed the two monkey bar challenge things. Sure, and yeah. I kind of went, right, we are doing everything from now until the next one. <laughs> and uh, so what, whatever training I've been doing uh, worked because I absolutely smashed both of them. And I was... Sweet. Uh, yeah. It, so it was just like, brilliant. I've done it now. I don't I need to do another Tough Mudder. Even though I've signed up for two more next year. But... <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to prove signs up more. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, it was a good event. Where it was enjoyable. Um I will say though it was I mean the the so I've done the Midlands one. Uh that was rather hilly. 
I've done the Yorkshire one, rather hilly. This one, flat. That they didn't have hills. Yeah. Any obstacle that included hills didn't exist at this one because it is just flat. Oh, that's uh... yeah. It was, it was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there was no swamp running because there was no swamps. It was. It was just very. Um, I don't know. It, it almost flat. Yeah, it was kind of a flat and dry event. It was weird, um, but it, it was still fun. We enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was that. Um, and I actually had bank holiday weekend off, Terry. I had a full weekend what? to myself. Um, so, uh, so apart from uh, going out and doing, I don't know, 30 now, 40 miles on uh, Sunday, I did absolutely nothing for the weekend and it was lush. <laughs> I bet you did some stuff during it, but that we'll probably mention in other segments. But yeah, yeah. Can't imagine you just sat around twiddling your thumbs, like staring at a wall. Or no, no, no. Uh, but we will discuss those in the next section. Absolutely. So, Terry, let's discuss what we've played. Checkpoint. Terence. Bonjour. What have you been playing? Um, you, you can mention the F word. You can have 10 seconds. Um, been playing Fortnite. It's it's fine. Uh, there's a new thing that's going on with the big cube and it, no one knows what's going on. So that's Fortnite. Okay. Um, but I tried going back to PUBG, Darren, because they've just recently announced that, right, okay, we're, do, we're doing 1.0, it's coming out soon, uh, I think it's like a couple weeks from recording, and it's like, right, yep, we've got another map, we're, and we're going to fix this game, and I'm like, right, cool, uh, let's see how we're doing at the moment. Uh, uh. Now I understand it's still in game preview, Darren. Uh-huh. Um... I, I was big on this game when it first came out, and then yeah. Fortnite ruined it for me. Um, it just feels so slow, so sluggish, so... Realistic? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It it's it, it doesn't feel as smooth as it could. Um, I feel like that game needs a lot of polish. Uh, and I know that they've they've gone on to say, like, right, we've, we're going to fix this. We're definitely looking to fix this game. And it's one of those where I feel like, cool but fortnite's over here kind of it's fixing it along the way but introducing new game modes new interesting things that's going on and and happening along the road Mm. and it's trying to evolve as a shooter whereas PUBG's like right okay we just want to get something that resembles a game out yeah sure um we're going to release new maps it's like you're not going to fix the shit that's going on at the moment now we're going to release new shit and then we're going to look to fixing it after we've got this and don't get me wrong like PUBG's got a following yeah yeah and I do still watch streams from time to time like of people are way better than I am at it um yeah but the, the last two matches I had um bearing in mind I had a match and then turned it off completely um it was like this it was like amassing weapons getting all this that and you're trying to struggle with the controls and then just immediately getting just laid out sure yeah um, there's no like um, like with with most games you get shot you get a, like a little hit detector bar that gives you at least a rough location as to where it's coming from you get none of that you get blood splatter and then you're dead now again I understand that it's it's supposed to be a bit more realistic and obviously that that wouldn't happen um, 
but even the blood splatters on the screen don't give you any form of indication as to where the shots are coming from. Sure. The sounds all over the place, so you can't really get the shots from right. Okay, it's coming out of this channel, so it's over here, sort of thing. Uh, you don't get any of that. So I'm really struggling with PUBG at the moment. I really want to like that game, though. Mm. I really want to like that game, but as uh, you said, though, it has got a big following. Uh, I, I know a few people that play, and they play it a lot. It, it kind of, mm. um, I, I don't know if they're more. Uh, should we say more realistic? Almost COD players, Battlefield players that want a bit more realism, but that want that battle royale, maybe. I yeah, absolutely, and and the thing is that this was based off an Armor Three model. Sure, yeah, that's right. So I, yeah. I get completely that this is this is for like uber realistic things. The problem is is just that the um, the controlling of the character just doesn't feel good sure okay um it kind of feels like you're driving a tank at times right like to turn the character around and that sort of stuff can be a pain in the ass running he'll run for a bit then just kind of stop for no reason and there's no like um stamina bar or anything like that which i could understand if there was but there's none of that he just stops and I'm like, why he stopped? Because <laughs> it's like, it's not even slowed down to a pace of like a walking pace. The character just stops. I'm just like, but just fucking go. Um, it's just silly things like that. But it's it's one of those where hopefully when they polish it a bit more, it'll become like a, a more rounded game. Sure, yeah. Um, now, I don't know whether the PC version is slightly ahead of this, uh, of the console versions. I think at one point it was, but they were trying to start releasing it kind of on par with the PC version, so yeah. I don't know whether we're just behind or not, but uh, but yeah, I will go back to that when they start kind of fixing it, because I, I really want to get get into that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, let's see what else. Death Squared, played a bit more of yeah, that. Yeah. Still the same. Um, still, still enjoying it. Uh, it's getting progressively harder, and I, I like to be challenged, Darren. I like to be challenged, but sometimes it's like, right, okay, I'm too dumb for this. I'm going to turn it <laughs> off. And then you go back to it the next day, and you're like, you're a fucking idiot. The, the, the solution was yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like those sort of games. I, I do like those kind of, um, you know, just such a simple, like, right, get this thing to here, get this thing to here. But then they start slowly introducing kind of new things that can thwart that and and that sort of thing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, and the, the guy that's narrating it is, is still pretty funny. Um, still like his his uh, little character dude thing. Mm. Um, Fallout 3, Darren. Now, you've been talking a big game about Fallout 4, mm. um, and I, I don't know, I was just kind of sat in front of the Xbox the other day, and I'm thinking, right, okay, I don't want to play Fortnite by myself, because um, I'm lonely, uh, and I don't have any friends, and uh, what, what can I play and I don't know, I think you might have just messaged me about Fallout 4. So I'm like, fuck it, let's see what, you know, Xbox One X enhanced Fallout 3 is mm. like. And obviously, I don't have a save, so I had to start right from the very beginning again. Um, and just, yeah, it looks, it's not bad. Mm. It It's it's still that brown Fallout that you remember and know and love and the shooting's still um, not great. But it's it's Fallout, it's Fallout 3. Um but yeah, it it was quite cool to see like oh it's a bit shinier. I can I can see you've, uh, you flick that switch. I can see uh, that it looks way better than it did before. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, I just thought I'd see what it was like and and just get that that feel of it. Um, bit pissed that I missed that Bethesda sale because at QuakeCon they had a big sale that I mentioned on the last episode. Yeah. Uh, and I just missed out on uh, getting uh, that Game of the Year edition Fallout. Hmm for for shiny 4k um but yeah 
but yeah, uh, I will get it at some point, uh, or you know, get a PlayStation Pro, and and see the the gloriousness and the god rays and shit. Mm. Um, couple more. Uh, as I was away, I needed some things to play on the Switch. Okay. Because uh, on evenings I was just like, right, I'm just gonna play on the Switch for a bit. So I picked up a couple of games. I picked up Yoku's Island Adventure. Now that I'd mentioned this on the last mm. episode, is playing the demo of it. This is a really good game, Darren. I'm really enjoying it. I did enjoy the I demo. Like, I uh, oh, you played the demo as well. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it's it's a pinball-y, side-scrolly, platformy thing, but with pinballs. Yeah. And you you play pinball, and it's pretty cool. Uh, and I've been playing a fair bit of that, and thought it was really good. And then the other game I played is Dead Cells. Uh, this is the main game I've been playing. Okay. Uh, um, so over the weekend, I've probably put about 10, 15 hours into it. Awesome. Maybe a bit bit more than that. And, and you paid um, how much for Silverstone? <laughs> right. Oh, no, to be fair, the, this is only like... Um, like evenings and stuff like that, or you know, when there's a bit of quiet time, uh, not been ignoring going down to Silverstone, but uh, I mean, we were, I've been walking a hell of a lot there, which is why I was getting practice beforehand, but uh, not in the piss down one, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing Dead Cells, and that's pretty fun, but it's it's brutal as fuck. Um, imagine kind of a the, the 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 games I can kind of liken it to is uh, Rogue Legacy, okay. In the fact that when you die, you die. Yeah. And then you come back and all of the things are procedurally generated. Um, it's that, but with, um, like, um, I think people kind of been likening it to, like, Dark Souls in the sense that you've got, like, specific characters and there are different methods to taking them down. You've got different... Um, so you've got, like, two abilities and you've got, like, two weapon slots. So you can have, like, a sword and a shield, sword and a crossbow, crossbow and a shield. Mm. So you can kind of mix it up and you're going through these environments, you're unlocking... Um, things by killing character uh, you know killing enemies and some of the enemies drop dead cells these cells are then used to uh, pay this vendor off that unlocks abilities for you or unlocks um different like mutations that you can then go to another vendor and put onto your character so uh, for example like a mutation is you get killed once you regenerate and then you keep going okay. uh, but you can only use that once or like another mutation would be when you kill a character you get so many like hp back off of each kill that sort sure. of thing okay. and you're accruing gold which then you can pay shop vendors or you can unlock specific doors or you can you know you can upgrade your abilities and kind of uh, forge uh, you know like upgrades on your weapons that sort of thing and as i'm going along you you die really uh, really stupid things that you die at and then when you see like when you die you lose any cells that you're that you're holding at the time so uh when you see like you've lost 30 odd cells and it's like you motherfucker uh, and it's always your fault there's just something happens and you get caught out by an enemy and it kills it hits you once and you're dead um there's like bosses throughout that sort of thing um it's just really fun just really fun uh you know kind of messing around with like the weapons uh, you know like the uh, the loadout kind of mixing and matching the different loadout types that sort of thing and finding like so many weapons throughout the environment it's it's pretty cool mm. um it's just been fun to go through and even like finding like little secrets 
uh, along the way and that sort of stuff and like encountering like because it, it kind of tells the story through environment okay um you get little snippets here and there of of different things it tells you nothing going in and then you kind of got to find that out throughout um you know throughout the game whether it be like little, little environmental things that sort of stuff but uh but no it's, it's it's a pretty cool game it's like i say it can be pretty brutal but uh but yeah it's not bad at all but that's that's been capturing my attention quite a lot over the year over the weekend it's either that i'll play fucking a match three game on my phone okay so yeah, but yeah, so Dead Cells is is, uh, is pretty sweet. It does sound a um, lot like Rogue, Gal- uh, Rogue Legacy. It it does. Uh, it's um, I'd say the combat is is way more fluid. Okay, uh, it feels a lot better. Does the combat uh, to this? But um, but yeah, it's it's got some serious Rogue Legacy vibes to it. Um, I really like the art style of this game as well. Um, but yeah, if you like Rogue Legacy, you'll you'll most likely uh, enjoy this. I was actually thinking, because didn't Christina play? Oh yeah, Rogue Legacy. Um, she might enjoy Dead Cells then. Okay. I think it's usually. I think it's been out for a while on PC. Uh, I think it's available on Mac as well, but don't quote me on that. Well, well she's, um, but obviously she's currently playing uh, Warcraft at the moment, so. Yeah. Um, so when she's pilled herself away from Warcraft, well, it, it, it's fine. I mean, at the moment, I, I don't exist, so it's just like. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, as I discuss what I've been playing, it's just like, how do you find all that free time? It's because I don't exist. <laughs> well, Darren, in your infinite void of of existence, mm. um, what have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of Fallout Four, Terry. I Darren, I now have. What did I tell you last episode? I now have every <laughs> single trophy in Fallout Four. You fucking monster you um and you know what i've enjoyed every okay let me rephrase that i've enjoyed 99 percent <laughs> of that i had to deal with two bullshit trophies which did my head in okay. um so the the first one um in in the nuke world um there was a trophy to make um 20 different drinks Okay. Um, all so basically, you had to go and find all the recipes first. Fine, no, no problem. Then you had to go and find the ingredients, uh, and I was stuck with one. Uh, so I'd made them all, and I'm just like, this requires rum. Where, where can I find rum? So, so obviously, I went through all my inventory. No, I didn't have any rum there. Went through all the bars. Didn't have any rum there. I'm just like, where the hell is rum? Now, you imagine how many items are in in Fallout Four? Hundreds, thousands. Oh, a lot. Yeah, absolutely. There are 13 bottles of rum in that entire game. What? Yep. I, after two or three <laughs> hours hunting around for rum, I'm like, I'm going to have to Google this. And they were like, yep, there are 13 bottles and two of them are in DLC. So in the main game, there are there are 11 bottles of rum in that entire game. That is fucking harsh. I know. And you need one of them for one of these recipes. And I was just like, poof. <laughs> So, what if you'd have sold them or used them? Exactly, you screwed. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I've, I found out where to go get one, rough. went and got it, and, and did that. So that was one. I was like, right, that's done. Now the other one. <sighs> okay, so this was this was in the um, in the Nuke World one as well. Okay. Um, basically, it was you had to redeem. Um, I, I I initially misread this. So as you're going through, you pick it up. Uh, tokens it's like a theme park hmm. and there'll be there'll be rolls around and they'll be like oh I picked up 700 there or there was like a thousand there or whatever and basically you had to go to this thing so so kind of like in real life you, you hand in the tokens you pick a prize 
job's done. Yeah. So that what I initially read was you have to redeem 10,000 tokens um, and then the, the chief will pop. I was like, oh, brilliant. Mm. So I went round and I went in every trash can and everything like that, handed everything over. Uh, I think I got about 8,000, something like that. So I handed those over. I'm like, right, okay. So you you then have to use the machine. So there was like um, uh, one of the uh, loops, if you know what I mean. Uh, sure, and yeah. it was like a shooting gallery and all the rest of it. So I did all these kind of things. I'm like, right, okay, so there, there's there's another 2,000. I've got 10,000. Brilliant, brilliant. Here we go. Here we go. The last Chivo. Last, last Chivo. Where, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> so I then looked at it and went and had a look, and it's just like, it's 100,000. It's 100,000. It's not 10,000. <laughs> No. Yeah, I no. shit you not. So basically, on the on the on the PlayStation, if you go to the trophy, you can then click on the uh, more options, mm. and you can see videos on how to do them. Oh, okay. People were using glitches to get it to work, so they were getting um. So you know, like ball in the hoop. Uh, so one of those was you were meant to stand there, you were meant to use the throw button, throw the ball in the hoop, and it mm-hmm. comes out and. Uh, and if you did that, and if you did it properly, uh, you could probably get a hundred tokens ago. Okay. Um, people then saying, right, no, no, no. What you need to do is 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 put your little token in, and then uh, just keep crouching, standing, crouching, standing, crouching, standing. And if you do that, if you do really well, you might get like eight hundred. And then <laughs> and then people were like glitching it and actually overlapping three of these hoops, so you got three times as many. Uh, and just doing all kinds of stuff. People were building contraptions to drop balls in through these and all the rest of it. Was... Fucking hell. But yeah, I mean, so I, I went with the three ring method. So if you use a piece of uh, uh, a rug, um, you can then put one of these machines on the corner of it and then you can pick that up and move it around. So mm. when um, so when you're moving it around, even if the machines overlap, that's fine because the the rug doesn't then overlap, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so you, you then line up all three hoops. You then put three tokens in. You stand in the middle, and you've got like a a, a ball in your hand, and you're like, uh, crouch, stand up, crouch, stand up, crouch, stand up. Crouch. And even with that, I was getting maybe 2,000 a go, and you think I had to get 90,000. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. I, but, That's some dedication right there, Darren. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I, I was sat there very remote play. Christine was playing Warcraft, and it was, I think it was Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I just stood there giving it click, 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 click. And hell. she's just like, she just kept looking over. I'm like, it's Chivo, isn't it? <laughs> click, 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 click. But you only got about 50 seconds of this. Then you had to get out. You had to pick up the tokens. You had to then put new tokens in each one of the slots and go back up and line yourself up and then go click, 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 click. Just looking up and just saying, you just don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get what I'm going through. Oh, that was horrible. Um, But then, then I got through the other ones. So the all the uh, the Voltec workshop and all the others were were pretty much a breeze. It was build X amount of these. You're right. Okay. Um, So they were quite easy. Um, But one of the interesting one was uh, you had to build an arena. So you had to go into almost like Minecraft mode, build build like a full arena. Okay. You had to yeah. put like two pads down. You had to assign settlers to each one of these pads, wire up some sliding doors. Um, you had to then put seats all around the edges, ring a bell. You had to get loads of settlers to come around and watch. Hit a button so you could then open the sliding doors and then these two people would fight against each other. 
What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that that was achiever was uh, if you get people actually watching one of these fights, then that that was achiever. Uh, but it, it it was so amazing. So I I went to the um the Starlight um is it Starlight the the driving theater one mm. one of the early ones. So I yeah, built yeah. a massive arena in that with like a maze and all the rest of it and and set everything up and it it was brilliant. Because it, it, even when I was trying to work out how to do it, I was like, right, I assign you to blue and I assign you to red, expecting them to go to their starting points ready to go. But they just started firing on each other. I'm like, shit. <laughs> 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 so I, I learned a few times, like, right, now you go there. Once you've gone there, I'm going to box you in. And it, it was almost turned into like The Sims. I'm going to say it for like straight fallout that doesn't sound anything like fallout no but it's, uh, it, but it's it was a lot of fun. management yeah yeah um and then the the last dlc which i finished yesterday that was um the vault tech one uh so okay. basically there's another vault you go there for reasons and uh you do a bunch of fetch quests you build some machines um it's fairly simple but at the end of it it gives you a massive tunneled out vault okay and says right you, you've got build access do what you want it's all yours and you're just like mm, i could be here for the rest of my life <laughs> that sounds like something i'd be interested to watch on youtube is just see what people have done with the vault so you know what i was i was actually thinking that today um i was gonna look on youtube tonight and just see what people have done because you've got this huge open space uh, you could probably fit uh just to get give you an idea of size if you're gonna build some of the large cabins you could probably fit eight in there in the first spot, and then it went out into three other uh, maze complex. So it's okay. huge. It's absolutely fucking. Fuck. It, it it's you could probably fit Diamond City in it three or four times. What? Yeah. Oh Jesus! Right. Um, so there's a lot to play with. There. So there's a lot to play with, but also the, what it gives you. You've also got a lot of mechanical stuff as well now. So there's. All kinds of stuff, people being creating massive machines and conveyor belts and all kinds of things. Mm. Um, so pretty much anything in the game you can now build. Jesus. So, um, yeah. Uh, it, I think it's going to be one of those rabbit holes that I go down and about three months later I will come out with a massive beard and <laughs> check out my city in Vault 88. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God bless that game. I know. Uh, but brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm so happy that I've now done away with all the trophies and I can just get on with playing it uh, because I'm, I'm still finding things. I, I looked at the map because I was setting up some um, supply routes. I'm like, there's an entire area there that I've not even explored. I was like, right, okay, let me get these trophies out of the way. Right, okay. Now I can go exploring. Uh, and I, I honestly think um, the next podcast, I'll be talking about Fallout 4 and my adventures. But that's that's the thing, right? Mm. That, that's what you do with Fallout Four. You 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 steer away from the main objective and you just go walkabouts. Mm. But now you've got the, all of the trophies that you've got this ultimate freedom now. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to worry about anything. So yeah, I don't have to worry about who I say uh, or what I say to who or anything like that. That it may jeopardize the trophy. It's just Darren can go be Darren. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so. I I I did a thing. I've okay. So, a couple of months back, a couple of weeks back, I don't know. Time moves fairly fast. Um, I picked up the um, Xbox Games Pass uh, for twenty four quid. I think it was. Mm, okay. Um, so I looked. At, I fired up the Xbox because I was pissed off with that 
that trophy that I on the prize trophy <laughs> and it broke me it, okay. I genuinely I, I was like right I just need a break uh, and it says oh two pounds um, so on the Xbox dashboard it said right two quid and uh, for two quid you can have two months and I'm like you know that, that that's not a bad price so I, I, I did that and so I hit the button so I've, I've got two months for two quid then I thought nice. right okay well as soon as I've got two months, uh, I might as well bang my pass in now. So that was 24. So that's 26 quid it cost me for eight months. And then it says, ah, if you, if you put on the re- reoccurring billing thing, uh, we'll give you another month. So that's nine months I've got for like 25 quid, 26 quid. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's impressive. I did see that um, uh, yesterday. They the popped up saying like two quid. Yeah. Uh, for two months. I'm like, I, I could probably give that a go. Plus, I've still got the... Uh, uh, month voucher is that run out by any chance no 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 so it's new customers only so if you redeem that voucher you don't get the two quid ah so i that's why i want the two quid for two months uh maybe i'll do that then yeah i'll just go with the two quid for two months because i did see that and think should should i should i see see what's going on here um so maybe i will give that a go then for the sake of two quid now I did do a little bit of reading um, mm-hmm. and people was, so I was like, uh, every, so as I was flicking through the games and it's like, oh, 20% discount on this, only three days left. And I'm like, surely there aren't all these games disappearing? So I started Googling of how fast games go off there and it seems to be maybe five, six games a month disappear off the list, but also get added. So it's kind of like a Netflix but just be conscious that there's a good chance that the game you play may get removed because I think Over Overcooked was only on there for about a month. That's what kind of unnerves me. Yeah, uh, with the service, but because uh, that's the thing they they want the main kind of focal point being the Microsoft stuff. I mean, I know they were just announcing the uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. That's right. Yeah, uh, just being added. Um, but I, I mean, you've got you kind of. The, the build-up being like Forza and all that sort of stuff being introduced on there. But uh, but no, I, I mean, for the sake of a couple of quid for a couple of months, you know, it's, it's worth giving it a punt for not... Well, obviously two quid. Yeah, that's what that's why I thought. I mean, I, I set a handful of stuff downloading. And if nothing else, I'm going to use it as a demo system. So it'll be like, oh, well, let's just see what this game's like. No, 20 minutes, didn't like it. Knock it off. And at least it saved me the spunk in the cash on it, so... Yeah. Um, I, I did, in fact put on the uh was it soupy lucky tail or whatever it was the the thing with the with the thing that did the stuff oh the the thing with the thing kind of like that thing with the thing yeah yeah yeah. that's the one that one yeah yeah it's yeah. kind of it's kind of like um ukulele that's the one banjo kazooie but with a fox yeah um yeah i played uh probably played the first three or four levels um it's all right it you can tell it's inspired by Super Mario because mm, you're running okay. around picking up coins and uh, you go through a level and you do certain things and if you do all the things, you get certain um, uh, clove leaves and then your clove leaves, you pick up enough, you can then open up the next door and then you go through all that and do the same again. Mm. Um, it, I only did the first four levels. It felt a little bit samey. Um, I think it's going to be one of those that you can play in bite-sized chunks that you're just going to do couple of levels leave it go back because th- there's no story as such it's, okay, it's just a run around pick up coins do stuff 
It's like all kind of modern, like let's like you say, like ukulele and that sort of thing. It's like just it's a collectathon. Mm. Because um, that's all they were back in the day, and we were perfectly happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it feels like one of those, and it looks pretty enough. Plays yeah. pretty, pretty enough. Um, um, uh, the difficulty was starting to creep in about four or five levels in. Um, not enough to be game breaking, but it was just like, man, this is all right. This is all right. But yeah, I, I look forward to trying out some more games on there because I, I think I just picked all the games which I'd missed out on over the last 12 months and just went that, 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 that and just said I'm all downloading. Which now that you escaped the tyranny of Fallout, you can you can do that at don't, your don't, leisure. Don't you speak about Fallout like that. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, no, don't leave me alone. Um, but no, it's, uh, like I say, it, it seems on the surface like a, like a cool service. Um but yeah, I, I, like I said, for the sake of a couple of quid, I, I might take a go on that. And uh, even if it's just a, you know, play some random games for a couple of months, you know, you've got the freedom of doing that, just kind of testing things out and seeing what you like and don't like. Do you remember when demos used to do that, Darren? Yeah, yeah, very much. You just play a demo and, and, and do it that way instead. But uh, it seems that these services are, are, are the way of the future. Going to need like 15 services just to play the games that you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, in a way, it's kind of good. Um, I mean, I, I saw only today the um, Xbox have announced an all-access. Really? Um, so this, yeah, so this is an Xbox One S plus um, Games Pass 24 months and Gold for 24 months. And I think it's something like $24 a month. And that includes the the console and everything. And I thought, you know what? I can see their business model, and that's a pretty good deal. You just pay like interest free for for twenty four months, and you just get everything. That's not bad, considering you get the console and all of that access. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. That's a smart way of doing it. That is a smart way of doing it. It's like you're leasing out this service for twenty four quid a month. Yeah, and comes with the console. And comes with the console as well. Fuck, that's co- that's clever. Yeah, they're really they're really doing good with uh, the Xbox stuff. But that that sounds like a hell of a deal. Does that? Yeah. They they're trying to move it. I can see that it's kind of like um like a mobile phone, like a mobile phone tariff. Like oh, give us so much a month, you get the handset and you get all of this services and and all this data and stuff. Yeah, um, but just with consoles. Yeah, no, that's uh, nuts. And in, in two years, you upgrade your console to the latest one, and then you continue paying, and you hand that one back. I, c- I can see it definitely working like that. Jeez, that's that's really good on Microsoft's side. Yeah, cool. Anyway, Terry, we've discussed quite a lot what we've been playing. Let's discuss what we've watched. Checkpoint. So, Terry, hi. Tell me, what have you been watching? I've been watching some, not a lot of stuff. I've been watching some things though. Um, I watched some more of that Darknet. Oh, okay. I was mentioning about on you on that old to leave the house. Pretty much, okay. yeah. It's just like um, unplug all all electronic devices before you go to bed. Um, you know, you, you double check to make sure everything's turned off. Uh, you throw the phone out the window and hope that you know know what happens in the night. Um, yeah, it, it's still. Uh, quite unnerving to see these things. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I mentioned on the last episode, they do have some kind of, uh, in a sense, like feel-good episodes, like the, uh, you know, like the the guy who's, you know, 
can't move and yeah, uses yeah, yeah. technology and so they they do have like good things um but the the majority of the episodes are here's how we unnerve you um that sort of thing but it's it's still pretty good awesome I'm still enjoying it um I put MotoGP checker flag when when we got back yesterday. I wanted to check it and just be like, "Ah, there we are." I'm in the background. I can see my fucking ugly mug uh, there in the background, being a dick. Um, so there was a few of us uh, around there that you could see. Um, I've put YouTube stuff on here. I find that on weekends, um, when I want to just put the console on and just play Fortnite or play whatever i'll usually have youtube on in the background okay if it's either that or twitch um and kind of watching people play games way better than i am or you know at least listen to the running commentary as i'm playing my games and playing it really badly Mm. um but I, i usually go down like these really weird like youtube rabbit holes of right okay um what was it the other weekend uh oh okay here's a video um about like a conspiracy theory and then you recommend it it's like it starts bringing that sort of stuff up and it's like right okay it's related to this video right okay and then just fall down this rabbit hole for like a a couple of hours of like just conspiracy theories and random shit like that and then it's like watch that crime watch daily which i've mentioned before and it's like i'll start that and then kind of like hit auto play and then it goes through that story then it goes through more and then again before you know a couple more hours have disappeared so i usually go down these rabbit holes over a weekend recently it's been like um like old wrestling uh, and that sort of thing and for some reason i've just been falling down that rabbit hole again remembering the, the good old days of 1998 uh in wrestling um but yeah, I, I find I do that quite often, it, and it, like I say, it's usually at the weekends. I think, right, I'll just chill out, you know, do the do the hard work of you know waking up in the morning. You know what I'm saying, Darren? Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then uh, anytime I'm usually playing games, I've usually got at least some on in the background, whether that be music or uh, you know, like a YouTube video. Like I say, I'm not really paying attention to it, I'm, but I'm listening to it in the background. Sure, yeah. Um, so I, I usually do that sort of stuff. Now, Darren, mm. this is a knee slapper. You can actually hear me I heard, slap I heard my you knee. Slap. There it is again. Um, um, so the Cyberpunk 2077 uh, gameplay footage uh, got released yesterday. Okay. Uh, and I am still fully erect from watching it. Um, oh, I really want that game so badly right now in my hands. Um, it's, what is it, just short of 50 minutes? Oh, okay. 50 minute demo um it it just looks oh it just looks so good that so good uh it it's it kind of it feels like Deus Ex okay uh, mixed with uh syndicate uh the EA first person yeah, yeah, shooter yeah, yeah. thing uh mixed with that mixed with like just any cyberpunk thing you've ever seen ever but it's not like black rainy kind of like blade runner style mm. it's like bright vibrant it kind of reminded me a little bit of um you know kind of in a, in a more serious tone like the sunset overdrive stuff like it's bright okay. it's vibrant yeah, yeah. it's daytime there's neon signs everywhere and it, it just looks bright you know it's it's not like a an a cyberpunk kind of as i like to call it like a tech noir type thing yeah, it's yeah, not sure. noir um but it just looks fucking awesome. I'm so ready to play that game. Um, 
but yeah, j- just watching it. I mean, they, they have like they show like a start a mission. They show a little bit of kind of stuff that you can do outside of the main missions. Um, and then they show you kind of like a main mission and it's like, you can approach it this way or this way or this way. Again, kind of like Deus Ex in the sense sure. that you could play this stealthily, you could do it this way. Um, but it, they reckon like uh, the way that they played it the, at the end of the mission, they kind of turn around and say, imagine had we not done this choice, you could have done it this way or this way. How would that have impacted this, How th- this, that and the other? And they're really kind of playing on this whole every even insignificant little choice can drastically impact this game uh, and kind of what happens in it whether that happens or not i don't know mm. but um you know they, they do stress throughout like everything in this uh this video is work in progress and may not reflect the full game so they're basically saying look this is what we want to achieve we're not saying any of this is going to be in it but um, yeah. This is what we want uh, to achieve. But... Unfortunately, the internet switched off. At, this is what we want in the right. Well, that's what's going to be in it. Yeah, pretty much. See, see, no man's sky. <laughs> yeah, um, but it it just looks great. And the the thing with me is that it looks like they're doing open world right in the sense that I always get this weird thing in like open world games where I just feel so isolated. Mm. Even if so, um, what's a prime example of it? Uh, so watchdogs, for example, mm. um, the first watchdogs like going around like the the in game Chicago and all this that and the other, and uh, and just thinking yeah, there's people, but it's not bustling. It should be bustling. There should be a lot of people around here. There should be hundreds of people, and there's not, and it feels empty in a in a way. Mm. Um, you watched kind of the footage of this and see that there's hundreds of people milling about and they're saying like they've they've all got like a real day and night cycle to like these NPCs and um you know that they've they've all they're all doing things, you know what I mean? And it just makes the world just fill out so much more. Mm. Um than again like Deus Ex is is like you've got a few people kind of spread around like NPCs, but it doesn't feel lived in. Yeah, it feels sure. quite empty, um, but this just just feels like no, we're just going to cram a shitload of people in here just to fill out the world to make it feel like it's this lived-in environment and kind of enhance it just that little bit more. But uh, yeah, I'm super super excited for that game. I, I think I've watched that gameplay footage like two three times now. Wow, okay. Uh, just kind of it's one of those where I watched the first one kind of going in blind, and then just uh, I watched a couple more with. Um, we we all know Darren. You like to watch like commentary videos of like people like you know reacting to things. Oh, the, but the these are people, yeah. absolutely. Um, but these were a couple of people that had seen it behind closed doors, so it was kind of telling you like a little bit extra, like on top of that. So like we were told this, we've been told X Y Z. At this point, they told us this, this, and this. So it, it kind of gives you a bit more to it, but a bit more information to to the gameplay footage that was released. But um. Yeah, check it out. It looks really fucking cool, mm. and I'm super excited for that. Um, yeah, I'm just really excited for that game. But uh, but yeah, um, but other than the challenge section, that that is what I've been watching. But uh, what about yourself, Darren? Uh, just very quickly, then. Uh, watched a couple of films. So I was um, uh, last weekend, not the bank holiday, the one before, uh, because we did the Tough Mudder on the Sunday, and it was down in mm-hmm. Bristol. I went down the night before and stopped in a hotel. And I was flicking through the channels and Iron Man 2 came on. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit and watch Iron Man 2. Because Iron Man. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I can't remember if, if the general consensus is a good film or bad film, but I genuinely enjoyed it. It had everything a, a superhero movie needed. I seem to remember this one was like this pollen, not the best Iron Man. No. But I, I don't think I've seen this since I saw it in the cinema, out of all honesty. And even then at the time, I'm thinking, yeah, this is, that was not bad. I thought Whiplash wasn't a, a very... That's what his name is, right? It's Whiplash? No idea. I can't remember. It's that dude's character with the whips yeah, and he's yeah. lashing people with them. Um, but yeah, it was one of those where it's like, I, it, there was a, it was a good film and it had Scarlett Johansson in it being all black widowing wow. and shit. yep. I can't believe they didn't make a solo film at the time because I remember being in the cinema and like when it shows that scene down the corridor and she's taking all those people out. Mm-hmm. It's just like, just looking at my mate and I'm just like, why? What the fuck? That was awesome. Like, and then you think they could make a really good like solo film with it? No. Yep. Yep. Not not until like next year, year after, where the the kind of shines off the apple. Yeah. Um. So yeah, watch that. Enjoyed it. Even with adverts in between, it was uh, I was just like, oh, "That's fine, I'll wait, I'll wait," and then watched it all and I'm like, "That was that was okay. We enjoyed that." And you watched it in standard definition, standard definition, and everything. Fucking hell! How did you manage to survive, Darren? Well, it was in a hotel room, and you kind of expect standard def. I mean, normally you're lucky whether you got a signal, so it's just like, "Well, I've actually got something on screen, so that'll do." Well, with the amount of TVs that you've got, you'll be bringing your own 4K along next time. <laughs> just a trailer on the back. What's in there? Oh, it's TV. <laughs> you got more outlets. I need uh, need to plug the uh, the surround sound in. <laughs> you got a drill. I'm just going to drill these fucking holes in. Yeah. Need these speakers. Um, so, watch that. Um, we watched a film yesterday. We, we kind of had a lazy day on the sofa yesterday. Mm. And we tried to watch some Netflix stuff. Now, the first film we tried watching was Stasis. Um, it's one of these things that keeps flashing up as because you watched that X, have a look at this. Yeah. Uh, so we started watching it and we made it about half an hour and Christina's like, I'm not sure I can watch this. And I'm like, oh, me neither. Shall we, shall we skip it? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and the thing is, it was okay. It was kind of... Um, so I don't know if this came out before or after Travelers, you know, the TV series that we watched and you probably never finished. No, I finished Travelers. Okay. So yeah. same kind of idea for for reasons in, in, in the future. People come back and go in stasis and uh, take over younger people's bodies who just happen to have died. Did they watch Travelers and think I, we can I, do still our own version yeah, of that? Yeah, but the, the weird thing was the um, when they took over the bodies, um, the ghosts of the people that they took over kind of followed them around. But it, it, like an inner voice sort of thing. Well, kind of. You can, yes, kind of. But you on screen, you saw both people, and you had one girl with an attitude, and but she wasn't like that. It, it was just a bit crap. Uh, the acting was fairly terrible. Right. Uh, it sounds. Yeah. I mean, it rocked in at like an hour and twenty four minutes, and we made it about half an hour. And we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Not going to carry on with this. Yeah. Ooh, another film that I stopped with 53 minutes to go, and it really upsets me that this happened. Oh, okay. <sighs> Batman. Michael Keaton, Batman. No. Oh, damn. Um, I could not finish it. Now, I, I remember enjoying the shit out of this film. 
Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's the cut that was on iTunes or what, but it just feels like the cut's off. Um, so some of the scenes, I mean, we, we had some of the iconic scenes of just wait till they get a load of me and then he starts laughing. But that laugh goes on for two or three seconds longer than it needed to. And <laughs> and there were just things like that. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, every scene that Batman was in, it, it, it was... It almost felt like he was in the scene two or three seconds too early. It was like stood to one side and it's just like, well, I can see him. He's there. And then he walks around the corner. It's just like, <laughs> hey. And, and he always comes in with that, uh, like that sliding floaty kick thing. But you can see yeah. it. And I think because it's been, it's been upsampled from um, 480, which it would have been in back then to like 1080. You can now see all the wires for the wire work and stuff. And it, it just, it just, didn't, it just oh. didn't work, Terry. Didn't work. Aww. You see, where Robocop, which I watched the couple of weeks ago, really, Hell really yeah. worked, but this just didn't. That is a fucking bummer. Now you were texting me throughout, yeah. and I was trying to like reason with you that no, just, just stick with it. I, I've not watched this in a while, but please say it's good. I, I think, I think you should do it, Terry. No. I think you should. Cause, I mean, even all the little cool things, you know, where he, he calls the car and it comes up to him and it stops and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, that just doesn't feel... I back, I remember being so giddy watching it as a kid, thinking, oh my God, how cool is that? But now it's just like, meh. There's someone driving that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it just stops right in front I mean, of you. I guess the only redeeming factor, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne was genuinely brilliant. Um, anything mm. that involved Batman was just bad. Anyway. <laughs> um again I, i've not watched this in a few years but i'm i'm tempted to make it your challenge um yeah I, I mean i'm down for that i'll watch i'll watch batman again okay well we'll discuss that shortly but um okay. yeah and unfortunately it worked for me maybe maybe i was in the wrong frame of mind maybe maybe something i've got 53 minutes left christina's had to shoot down to london uh for on a call out so i've got the evening to myself so i may try and finish it off this evening um mm. but where i paused it i was just like Phew. i think i think we've been spoiled i think we've been spoiled with the noland i mean i'm not gonna lie those Nolan films are fucking epic mm. um but yeah that that's yeah that is a fucking bummer is that but uh yeah yeah Poor Batman. I oh, know. Um, another Netflix. So we watched film um, after we'd turned off Stasis last night. We then watched Synchronicity. Mm. Um, it was okay. Um, um, kind of like how you were describing the um, the cyberpunk. Uh, so it felt very noir. It, it felt very eighties. So there was very eighties right, okay. theme. If in fact, it felt very Blade Runner. Uh, from okay. its tone and everything and essentially it was a guy that created a singularity um which was a wormhole between now and in the future and something came through it and it was kind of how those timelines overlapped and it, it was a bit of a i wouldn't say a brain burner as such but it was it was all about causality uh almost like a butterfly effect ish Right, okay. Uh, but not bad, not bad at all. Um, for Again, it was another low-budget film, but it worked, and it had, uh, it had Michael Ironside in it as well. I mean, you can't beat a bit of Michael Ironside. No. Uh, but that was all right. That was an hour and a half long. That was pretty good. Oh, fair enough. And now the final film, Terry. Oh, 
No, okay. I have now seen Avengers. Wow, the original one? No, no, no. What do you think? No, no. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, 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 the one with the glove and stuff. The the one with that big purple dude in the Infinity War yeah. stuff. Um, um, I enjoyed it as a romp. Um, I thought there was a lot of shit going on, and it, I think it's one of those things you're going to have to watch two or three times. Give it right. We've got about a million characters on here. Hang on, a lot of people are dying. Why are people dying? And then I, I don't want to go all spoilery, but I I wasn't a fan of the ending. Um, however. I kind of spoiled something for myself. I, I for reasons, oh, I went not. on to IMDb um, and I read a thing about an upcoming film. I'm like, well, shit. So that, that means something <laughs> Something needs to happen after the events of said film to enable that film to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Um, and I was like, oh. Um, but which is fine because I've got a good feeling of how it's all going to be fixed and I think it's going to be a bit of a cop-out. Is my gut feel right? Uh, I yeah. So it, it ended with kind of a yeah. big bang, and I was, and I think it kind of a world changing event. But I think there was there, there was a particular scene within the film where there was a, a certain um, uh, doctor, shall we say, that, that that highlighted at that time that he had the ability to rewind time. And I think there's going to be a cop out in the next film, just saying, ah, we can fix all this by just rewinding time. Get okay, yeah. Uh, I think, have honesty, if they did that, that'd be the biggest fucking dump that they take on someone's face ever. Well, it, it if they just could wake up in the shower, it was all a dream. <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, seeing it in the cinema at the time it was just like this big epic event but it was one of those even afterwards um, kind of discussing it with the people that I'd seen it with and just saying like right okay so inevitably this is going to happen what could potentially happen well most likely XYZ yeah. I think we basically came to the same conclusion that you just mentioned yeah, yeah. is that there's just going to be like just this thing and then ta-da things have kind of fixed Yeah. Um, or you know maybe there'll be like changes to um, kind of what happens in Infinity War maybe they'll be kind of like um, Back to the Future 2S kind yeah. of like uh, watching it from a different perspective and maybe seeing the changes and what outcomes could be affected by X, Y, Z yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah it's it's one of the hopefully they don't fucking just magically fix everything because then that'd be well you just shout all over what Infinity War did because it's this big uh, it's supposed to be like this big earth shattering event but then you've just gone back on everything what but, was but I, I think they, they spent too much time with that scene just saying ah with, with this device here look I can see every single outcome and if we do this then this is the only way that we win so I, I think we just got a snapshot of this is us almost winning but we're going to win in the next film yeah that's the one so that that was fairly spoiler free, but anybody that's watched it should know what I'm chatting about. Yeah, I, I think everyone that wants to see it will probably have seen it. Or yeah, because we'll we'll know things. Yeah, know. well, it's all it's you can pretty much stream it on everything now. So it's on Sky, iTunes, the works. So anybody who's holding off from the cinema will have probably seen it now. And I I yeah. didn't go into detail, so we're all good. Yeah, right. Uh, just finally, uh, TV wise, I've I've watched a lot 
of Last Man on Earth. Uh, I think we're halfway through season three now. Right, okay. Um, You're really liking it. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it, it's getting a bit samey. I mean, the, the main guy can be annoying at times. Um, but the just the story, how it's going, um, it, there are, uh, even though it's Last Man on Earth, there are more than one person. And it's just their interactions and how they deal with stuff. Um, I mean, it seems at the beginning of it, every season, there's there's a uh, an A-list celeb that appears and dies for reasons. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, in the v- first episode of season two, um, he, he didn't even get a word out of his mouth, but Will Ferrell was there and right. ended up dying. And then they, 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 they talk about him in the past tense. Uh, just like, and then I I didn't catch the guy that did it in the uh, third season, but again a very similar thing happened, and he just died. And it was like, um, okay, so you're not even going to introduce him. <laughs> but you could tell that he he just had that look of a, an A-list actor, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but it's, it's good. I mean, I, I was googling through the people uh, again because there was a woman that I recognised, and I, I'm like. Where do I know her from? It's um, you know, Back to the Future. It, it, Clara, is it? Um, from mm. um, from Back to the Future Three. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's in it as as a drunk. All right, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. So she's she's basically yeah. had enough with the end of the world. She's she's just pissed constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to handle her. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, I really enjoyed that. Um, and the only other thing I've been watching, and I'm only about two three episodes in, is uh, Better Call Saul. Uh, so the the prequel to Breaking Bad. Mm, yeah. So we're into season four now, and I have to say this season is amazing. It's it feels a lot more like Breaking Bad uh, for for reasons, and I won't go into reasons. But I watched those three back to back, and I was hooked. I was like, I need more in my life right now. Right. Okay. Um, so I guess any, anybody who has watched Breaking Bad but hasn't watched Better Call Saul, I'd suggest getting in on that because it's getting very, very good. No, I like Breaking Bad, but I've never watched Better Call Saul. So I I, I never I never really liked Saul in, in Breaking Bad. I thought it was a yeah. bit of a dick. He, he was a side character. And I never thought he, he deserved his own series. But there's just something about this, just the backstory of, of Saul, how he became how he was in Breaking Bad uh, and there was just so many nods to the fans it's just like hang on shit is that is that the thing from the thing okay, yeah. and it, right, it's okay. just all little things like that and there are a lot of returning characters but obviously before the events in Breaking Bad mm, um, okay. and the, the, there were a couple of characters just being introduced and I'm like holy shit it's so and so so it's just one of those so it's it's kind of the thing is, because you've seen Breaking Bad, you you know the events that happened there, uh, yeah. And it's just how the these chess pieces moved into their places, and that and that's what it's telling the story of. Get yeah, yeah, right, okay. Um, so oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I, I I'd highly recommend getting in on that. It's a very very good. Um, yeah, it's just very good. Okay, cool. Okay, so Terry, mm. I realise we've been talking for a little while now. Yeah, we have. Terry, tell me. Hi. About The Shining. Uh, uh, um, no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Now, there are a lot it, of iconic scenes in there, aren't they? 
There are. Uh, now, we'll admit something, Darren. Okay. I attempted to watch The Shining, I'd say, about 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, and got about half an hour into it, and I'm like, this fucking shit, nothing's happening, this is so fucking slow. Um, older, much wiser Terry, who has adapted more to cinema and uh, doesn't need instant gratification, um, apart from 2001, that was just shit. Um, I can appreciate a lot more, and mm. it, it's it's actually really good. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed The Shining. Um, like I say, it is a bit slow, because, I mean, it goes on... Is it about two just short two and a half hours mm. i'm gonna say and uh, like you said earlier about like shots that lingered longer than they should have it feels like entire scenes could have just been condensed yeah sure. heavily um but coming from stanley kubrick who did 2001 you, you yeah, yeah you yeah. feel that that was how he works yeah uh the the scenes go on a bit longer than they should do but uh but yeah there, there's a lot of scenes i mean look at um you look at that Simpsons episode of the Shining, yeah, because they can't call it the Shining for copyright reasons or you know legal reasons. But you know that entire episode or that part like completely parodies this, and yeah, yeah. they do a really good job of it. And some of those scenes are quite unnerving. Mm. Uh, you know, they, they still hold up as as being quite uh, tense. I mean, Jack Nicholson's character you can see just under the surface, like he's trying to play this like straight laced, really nice guy, but you can see under the surface, he's just this fucking horrible person. Yeah. yeah. And I know that they explain it outright that yes, he got violent with his son X, Y, Z. And he's that's, you know, he starts to go off the rocker just a little bit, but you can always tell with Jack Nicholson's performance that he's, he's just, he is that person just under the surface and he's not that far away from snapping, even though he's trying to play the nice guy father and blah, blah, blah. But, Mm. Just those scenes where he's just tripping his fucking balls off. Yeah. And he goes into the gold room and he's he's there and he's just wanting a drink and all of a sudden this barman just comes out of nowhere. And he just, like, starts talking to him as though he's, he's there and, you know, he starts to get drunk or, you know, he can't get drunk because there's no alcohol on site, but he's just fucking losing his mind. And then all of a sudden it's just this grand ballroom is just filled with people and he's lost his mind even further and then he's talking to the guy that killed his... Uh, wife and and kids and and all that sort of stuff. I always wondered where those twins came from, and then mm. you know, obviously having watched the film, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, okay, it was his daughters and and blah blah blah. But and then you wonder with that image, that lingering image at the end with him in the picture of the ballroom. Mm-hmm. Okay, like with all the people, I just think, but mind blown. <laughs> yeah, it's just like wait, I I don't. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, like, what? I don't understand. Obviously, the the place is haunted. Mm. Uh, does that mean he's now com- like his his essence is now built into the the hotel? And sure, yeah. I I don't know. I I didn't know how to kind of read that as like. I I don't know. It, it was a bit of a weird one, but uh, you know they they kind of you know hit you over the head like which is built on an Indian burial ground and X Y Z and sure. Uh, that kind of leads you to believe that it's spiritual and all that sort of stuff, but I didn't feel they needed to like blatantly like knock you over the head as like no, it's it's an Indian burial ground. There's probably a curse on this place. Fucking that that'll be what it is. Um, and then that the 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 black dude um, mm. who is talking to the kid about you know the shining and all this that and the other and 
telepathically talking to him and it, it was it was there were some weird fucking bits in it but um yeah it i thought it was a really good film uh, like i say watching it um you know properly uh, for the first time and getting it you know yeah. um it, it was it was a lot better uh, th- this time around than it was like i say when i tried to watch it about 10 years ago cool. uh, but yeah shining i thought it was really good fantastic um so terry as we discussed earlier and I know it's been many, many years, and you have roast into glasses, as as I did. You are also going to go back and experience Batman. Oh, I just want it to be good, Dan. And I kind of hope it is for you, and I hope it was me. You know, it, it, it's it's not you, it's me. Maybe you just need alcohol in your life, Dan. Just maybe bring maybe alcohol that's a problem. In your life. There is no alcohol running through my veins, and hasn't been for weeks. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, I, I I always have that saying of uh, the the bet with beer, um, and maybe it was one of those films that was bet with beer. Yeah, maybe it was, but we'll never know because you're like all sober and shit now. Oh no, I, I still like a, a, an odd drink every now and again. No, but... Yeah, I've changed. I've changed. God damn it! God damn it! Um. So yes, Batman, go watch. Okay. So Terry, let's discuss what we have been reading. Terry, did you finish your Minecraft book? I haven't, but I am further on in the book. Is it a big book, or you've just not been listening to it? I've just been taking my time with it. Um, I've not been in a situation recently where I can, other than the car, which uh, a bit. It's one of those where I either listen to podcasts or I'm listening to books. And if I find an episode of a podcast I want to listen to, Mm. that kind of takes priority over listening to my books. Okay. Um, so I've, I've been listening to uh, some podcasts and then listen to this, um, you know, when I've not got any podcasts I want to listen to, um, a couple more hours into it and it's, it's getting there. It, there's still, uh, like what the fuck's going on sort of thing, but I'm enjoying it mm. and it's, it's still not doing that whole, um, and then you put this block together and then you rub these two sure. blocks together okay. and that creates this. But it's not doing that. It's, it is telling way more of a story and I'm still really enjoying the narration of it. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm still cracking through with that. But uh, like I say, it's been some podcast stuff I've been listening to. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, so that that's really kind of the main book I've been listening to. Now, as a quick aside, I mm. did see something come up on... Um, you know, we we can all trust Facebook and their advertisements, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, a book uh, came up called uh, "Awaken Online." Okay. Um, that's supposed to be kind of like um, Ready Player One esque, uh-huh. but the guy that's playing it is like the villain of the piece. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, so he's just a massive fucking troll, then. Yeah. Um, and that was it. So I I I'm gonna check uh, Audible see if it's on there. I'll maybe give it a go. Did they entice me with the Ready Player One link? Yes. Um, it could just be absolute dog shit. Mm. It probably will be dog. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that popped up. So I might get that or use that uh, my credit on that and, and go from there then. Okay. And I'll report back. Okay, sounds good. What about yourself, Darren? Uh, myself. Um, I don't know if I'd finished the Dresden book last time we spoke. Uh, if not, I have finished that. And it was yeah. okay. Um yeah, things happened. Um, the, the world has now evolved slightly more. Uh, the characters have now evolved slightly more. Things have happened. Um, it, it felt like 
I know it's weird to say, but it sounds like a solid middle book. Uh, like it was there just to move the universe along a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the 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 villain, the the story of the book was okay. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it was all right. It was still a good listen. Um, so that I I then moved on to the 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 Bosch book. Now this felt a little bit weird because it's it's lost light, but I think Audible didn't have this at some point, and now they've got it, so it's now the next one available to me. Even though I've I've read the next two books, right? If that makes sense. So this is like book nine, uh, but I've already done ten and eleven. Okay. So the I I have to think back to where he was then. So. He, for reasons he had time out of being a cop. Mm. So it's kind of following in that timeline, but it's just like right. events have happened in other books. I'm just like, oh shit, so that person's still alive. Right, okay. And some of the references that they made, like book 10 and book 11, I now get the references and it's just like, oh, I don't like being out of sequence. I get you. Right, um, okay. But the story itself is very good. Uh, and I kind of wish I'd listened to it in order because some of the stuff has kind of been spoiled because I know people that don't make it. Mm. Um, yeah, that is a bit of a weird way of doing it, though. Yeah, and I think maybe they just didn't have the rights or something, something. Um, and the book then just appeared. It's like, ah, you missed one. It's like, no, <laughs> I didn't miss one. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your fault. Yeah, but it, it's all right. Um I'm about halfway through, and it's it is a fairly easy listen. Um, the story is engrossing enough, and that narrator again, it's the same one that's done the last couple of books, and he's amazing. Oh, fair enough. Um, so yeah, that's that. So Terry, yes, it's time. It's time for the reading corner. reading Captain Marvel. Well, I was until my yeah. my Kindle Unlimited subscription decided to expire. So the annoying thing was, so I read a little bit on Saturday morning, I read, read a little bit on Sunday morning. Uh, it wasn't really grabbing me. I'm like, all right, well, what's a Monday morning? I'll, I know Christina wants to sleep in, so I'll, I'll sit there and I'll blast through it. And it's just like, I'm sorry, we've removed this because your subscription has ended. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> um, so I only made it through first comic, first comic in a bit. So there, there was a section where there was like a kid's drawing, which gave you the backstory of how Miss Marvel became Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just like this is me and Mummy. Da 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 da. Um, so I read up to the end of that. I went, oh okay, um, and then I paused it and I was going to finish up on Monday, but I that was literally the beginning of the second issue. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, did did it improve? I, I, I found it a little bit slow. Yeah, it did. It, it kind of ramped up the action pretty quickly. Okay, because um, then they 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 got into like space adventures oh, okay. uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, so she was kind of she was able to kind of like riff off of them, if that makes any sense. Because yeah, yeah. she's she's a woman with attitude and yeah you, yeah. you kind of get that from the first issue sure and then yeah. the fact that she's able to play that off of um I, the guardians and, and yeah. go through space adventures uh was actually pretty cool okay um but yeah i i like her character like th- this is how i'm being introduced to it like 
I like the fact that they had that little child's comic of this is how she's Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. This is how she came to be, and it's it's a nice little thing of yeah, okay, that's that's cool. That that's how she came. In. Let's just get into the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, she's got that little love interest with uh, uh, Rhodes. Yes, sure. Um, in the first uh, issue, sort of thing, and yeah, you know, it it's just it was interesting what they did with it. I thought that she was a pretty cool character, um, but yeah, it's just a bummer that you only got to read the first issue of it. So did, did so did you get the entire thing? Yeah. So I, I'm going to have to look into this because we're both Prime members, mm-hmm. um, but for some reason you're getting them for free, and I am not. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. It, but it does say Prime. Can, prime read it. Uh, I, it's not. It doesn't reference Kindle though. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It only references Prime. So, so maybe, are you on a yearly subscription or monthly? Uh, yearly. Okay, I was going to say maybe if you're on a monthly thing, maybe that was affecting it. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm on yearly too. But it's I don't know why, but it is classed as as Prime. Okay. So I'm not sure what's going on. I should dig deep I didn't, into this. Yeah, maybe have a look into that, but uh, but yeah, hopefully if you find a way to do it, then we can continue going down the uh, yeah, you know, the prime reading route. However, Darren, mm. I know that was a very brief overrun of Captain Marvel, but it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm probably going to finish off. I've only got a couple more issues to to finish, and I've finished that volume. Okay. I might keep going with it, seeing as I've got it free. Um, right, okay, Darren, we like as random crossovers with Batman, don't we? Okay. Um, this is a really random crossover that they've done. Okay. Um, we are going to read. Uh, now there's two options. Depends on how much you want to spend slash read. So, we've got DC meets Looney Tunes. <laughs> random. Okay. Now there's the full shebang. Uh, which is currently eight pounds seventy four pence. Okay. Which has these are all one shot issues. So, okay. Uh, they've all got different uh, DC characters meeting Looney Tunes characters. Or we can read Batman meets Elmer Fudd <laughs> by itself. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> so you can either read Batman Elmer Fudd special, or you can read the full lot. Um, uh, so I'm going to start um, with Elmer Fudd. Because I, I'm just not seeing how that story can cross over. I'm, I'm just intrigued. It looks amazing. Uh, let's put it that way. And it's like done in like a weird, like super serious fashion. And I can't wait to read it. Okay. But like I say, it's only a single one-shot issue. I think there's like 40 pages to it. Okay. So I just thought if you want to go for the, the short run, you can do that. Well, uh, if you feel enticed to read more, we can well, go for that. Well, the last well. thing is I'll, I'll try the Elmer Fudd because mentally I just don't see it working. But if it does work, then I'm going to be intrigued to read more. I mean, there's one issue where you've got Bugs Bunny meets Superman. I don't know how this works, but I saw the Elmer Fudd like in Batman Shadow and said, right, this is what we're reading because this looks amazing. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah, we're going to read some DC meets Looney Tunes. Okay, let's do that. And that <laughs> was the reading gone. <laughs> oh, So that's it for this episode. Sorry, it's been a little bit long, um, but we had a lot to talk, talk about. Uh, that's not what she said. 
So, if you want to... Uh, oh, by the way, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Colm. Uh, you can tell we're getting close to actually meeting Colm this year because he started being very nice to us. Yeah, he's actually started listening to it. He's, what he does is he, he listens to like the last couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's like in the know, so he knows what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, he's left a review on iTunes and everything. So, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see how it works, Colin. Yeah, I see how we remember I see how last you year. Yeah. And Trev as well. He also mentioned uh, he was going to give us that one star review. Yeah. They've not appeared on iTunes though. Um, hopefully, by the next episode, they will have. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but thank you guys for for uh, answering the call, as it were, to uh, to give us some reviews, because we really appreciate that. Yeah, we do. Thank you very much. We'd like to know people are enjoying this random shit that we talk about, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, if you want to drop us an email, uh, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter... Do, do we even use a Twitter account, Terry? Do we? Apart, um, apart from saying there's new shows available? It's it's there. It's a thing. Okay. Um, you might, might find new things. Oh, speaking of a thing that I know is going to coming up, and you're going to be jibing at me because oh, he doesn't. Um, I re-recorded the two videos that I said was corrupt last episode, mm. and they are not corrupt, so they will be going up this week. Mm. I've already edited them; they just need uploading. Excellent. Okay. I don't know what it was. I think I've been having problems with my uh, Elgato. Okay. Um, but I've seemed to resolve those issues. Fantastic. So they, they will be posted to Twitter at Checkpoint Done. Um, they'll probably go on the Facebook group if you search for Checkpoint Done. They will definitely go on the website and on the YouTube. Um, so Checkpoint <laughs> Done. You said they'll definitely be on a YouTube. Uh, no, I'll say you'll put them they'll up. They'll come off eventually. They will get pulled down. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be up there for like a minute and then they'll get pulled for fucking stupid reasons. Yeah. Um, personal Twitters, um, I'm at D5120. All I seem to do now is like and retweet things. Uh, I don't post anymore. No. Do you even do that? Uh, occasionally, yeah. Huh. Yeah, just very occasionally. You retweet things? Um, uh, uh, normally the normally the podcast episode they've gone out, or I'll, I'll, I'll put a cheeky like in there if somebody's posted something quite funny. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that, that'll be about it. I, I tend not to post. Is that to like let people know you are still alive if they don't listen to the show? Yep. yep. Yeah. I like you. I like your thinking. Yep. And Terry can be found at Foxhounder01, like in anything by a giant bomb. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? Out of all honesty, um, I've kind of fallen off the giant, not fallen off, but it's been a while um, mm. since I've listened to like giant, uh, you know, like kind of taking in any of the giant bomb stuff. Yeah. It's more been the kind of funny stuff. Okay. Um, I I just feel like I'm kind of resonating a bit more with uh, with their kind of characters and and kind of their very upbeat uh, personalities. Um, it's not to say I still don't enjoy Giant Bomb. It's just been a while. It's, it's I, fine. I've just kind it's of. Fine. I'm not calling well. It's, it's okay. They're not listening. <laughs> Please don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Anyway. And that was it for this show. And we will see you at the next one. Until then, goodbye. (laughs) Bye.